This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is, what's all that about? It's, it's gibberish on your way to hearing our program about the food of New Orleans. That's what we are here for. Three calls holding. My goodness. Wow. It's is enough. there a lightning strike? Let's Any, get right to them. Anyway, uh, España, remember that one. All right. Let's go. Just, there's just one? No, oh, go ahead. John, John, John to welcome John. to the food show. Yeah, hi, guys. I want to tell you all that uh, Marianne is right. Uh, um, uh, the, the, the Spanish restaurant you're talking about that was um, run by Lauren, Xavier Laurentino, I think it was. Cause it was called, originally called. And they replaced, they, they tore down his location or that location. To put Where up, I believe it? it was a car wash, a car wash in that corner. Okay. Where was it, though? Yeah, what was yeah. the cross street? Was it Clearview? Uh, no, it was Transcontinental. And you were right. Okay. It was right there by, about a block ahead of uh, Cypress. Okay. And I remember I remember that's what it was. They put a car wash up there, and then okay. he moved out to, to Carrollton. And as far as I know, he's still alive and kicking out there. Uh, yeah, I, I, now it's coming back to me. But okay. yeah, he uh, yeah. he was uh, really having a hard time getting located for a while. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah, a good yeah, place yeah. for him. Yeah. You know, the yeah, elementary yeah. probably not so much. You know. Yeah, but you're right. That's where that's where it was located. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, God, All right. bye. Thank you, Bye, bye, bye. John number two. Two, okay. two guys named John. Okay, John well, squared. welcome to the food Let's show. Go. Hi. Actually, your your caller that just. Uh, it was just on, sort of uh, laid it out. Yes, it was Laurentino's was the name of the restaurant. Okay. Right, It yeah. was right off West Esplanade on Transcontinental in sort of a strip okay. mall, yeah. just a short distance from Cypress, and then yeah. moved to, I guess that's Dublin. the name of it now, is Barcelona, yeah. or was the last time we went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so in the Riverside. In Spain. Yeah. In the River callers, Bend area. Really, they're all going to say the same thing, aren't they? What? They are. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I've, I've been to Spain uh, and on a work assignment and met a bunch of Spaniards. And just like a lot of men here in Louisiana have their own jambalaya recipe, yeah. uh, most men in Spain have their own paella recipe. Uh-huh. And they well, can that's use about a variety right. of meats from sausage to seafood to ham and other meats to make their paella if i had to if i had to true confessions here i think i prefer paella to jambalaya but jambalaya is what we have and i love it anyway. how oh you're you're going to go i love it anyway give a, that's a mortal sin you're I'm going to, to hell the name of that place on the beach in valencia where we had the paella that was really good anyway we did a lot of paella when we were in spain a couple of years ago well, thank you, John. You bet. Take See care. you later. Oh. Jenny. Jenny. Boy, who would have hey, thought? how are y'all? We are, uh, are we as y'all and, and y'all too, <laughs> and everything good. 
Welcome to our show. Thank you very much for calling. What's up? Uh, well, I just heard y'all talking about poise earlier, and mm-hmm. they are roast beef is my favorite. So I, yum, I, yum. I had a call. I actually had one for lunch yesterday. Um, wasn't they? It wasn't the best I've had, but earlier this week I had some friends in from California, and I took them to R and O's. And um, we got a po' boy there. But I have to say, if I, my favorite would probably have to be Parkway. They're real good. I don't, yeah, I don't really. really think that much of R&O's. No? It might just be me. R&O's? Yeah, R&O's. It's a, on, on, that, that's one thing. But what yeah. I think you're ta- telling about is a different thing, isn't no, it? No, she said she had one a couple of days ago at R&O's. And she oh, had I didn't hear that. And she, yeah, and she yeah. prefers Parkway, and we agree, Parkway is great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then also, if you're on the coast, there's a place um, called um, Pirates Cove. Pirates Cove has a really, really good roast beef pool boy. All their pool boys are good, but where, they have where is really. That? Yeah, I don't know that one either. It's where in, where is um, it? Pashkashan in Mississippi, okay. Pashkashan, oh. right off okay. of Minge Avenue. Okay, Pretty you good. live in Pashkashan, don't you? Yeah, I've been emailing you. Um, I yeah. sent you an email a few days ago. Yeah, so this yes, is me. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm glad yes, you were so... able to call because it sounds like you can never listen to, you never call the show because you're always driving when we're well, on. I'm always so I'm glad you were able to call. Working. Yeah, so I'm always working when y'all are live. So I'm always listening to podcasts. I'm like, I want to call in about this, but it's like well, good. I'm glad early you did. morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad so. You did. Um, you also talked about kumquats. We actually have a huge kumquat tree in our backyard. Really? Um, yeah, it is ginormous. And um, it's very true. They're good with cocktails. I made a, um old-fashioned, I did a twist with a, a, a kumquat, and it was really, really good. Something different mm. because it doesn't have the what, orange, what's obviously. What's the season? When are, they, when are they dropping off the tree? Um, we have plenty on our tree now, but they're not they're not ripe. It just we need a little bit of a, a cooler weather. So uh-huh. it's it they kinda just whenever the weather turns a little bit cool, they'll start turning their little oranges color and um mm. what we have plenty of them. They're they're pretty good. They're not my favorite, mm. but they're they're good. I like them. I've got a drink uh, co- a cocktail idea that I'm aching to uh, to try it. It's an, something called the Negroni, and mm. it is made with uh, always a slice of orange juice, uh, a slice of orange rather, right down mm-hmm. in the glass. But you wouldn't need quite that much fleshy orange juice kind of stuff. But this sounds great. What to do, to do it with? Uh, a Negroni with uh, a with, kumquat slice with, uh, Kumquat Negroni, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that would hmm. upset some bartenders around town. I, I can't wait to yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my list. I didn't, uh, I, you know, I usually have, when y'all are, I'm listening to the podcast, I'm like, oh, I want to talk about this and this and this, but... This is all I could talk about today. Well, but I'm glad oh I got to That's a short list if you've got all that stored <laughs> up. That's uh, that's. We wow. thank you very much for all of that. That's terrific. Appreciate the call. Yes, ma'am. Y'all have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. you. Thanks for calling. Now, wait a minute. What? She's, she was at the E Club. Quads. She was at the E Club with her family. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Two six zero six three six eight. You know, I think that kumquats are sweeter than. Japanese plums. Mm. Japanese plums are really, really tart. So are 
for kumquats. I don't know. I think, I think Japanese plums are probably. All right. Well, why not? I don't know. Make two. Make anyway, two, uh, uh, batches, she's got a kumquat. So. I've got a Japanese plum. So uh, we'll we'll just stick with our our respective fruits. Why not? Anyway, I do like. I do confess, I like paella better than jambalaya. If it's, you know, why I think I do because paella has a little bit more um, moisture to it. I don't really like jambalaya if it's really moist. And you could make it moist, but I just don't for some reason. But paella, I think, kind of just does have more moisture to it, and I like that. Do you remember that restaurant, Tom, that was right on the beach in Valencia where we had the paella? I, I remember it very well. It's yeah. one of the most unusual cities I've ever seen in my life. What well, a place. We definitely had more than our share of paella there, yeah. for sure. We yeah. had it was several, everywhere. You couldn't avoid it. several times, but I thought that was an exceptionally good one yeah, there. Yeah, it certainly is. Anyway, 260 So I'm going to talk about LJ's. I went to LJ's yesterday. LJ's? Mm-hmm. It is the place that is uh, in the spot that was Mondo. Hmm. And you said it was, they did it quickly. Yes, they did it quickly. They did an extremely minimalist revision of the physical space. Mm-hmm. They pulled up some carpet tiles. They cleaned it, which they said it was really uh, in need of. And um, left pretty much everything else there. Except they did take that cute little patio where they had like four tables at the corner there. They took that out, which I'm disappointed by, because that was kind of a charming little place. They had some strung lights over it, and I I always did like that one space of Mondo better than any other one. But anyway, um, I'm I'm really intrigued by this place. It is, um, there are places that are a blast from the past, that's a funny expression. <laughs> but they've been there for 50 years. Yeah. This place is a nod to the past that just started four days ago. Mm. And, and it's, it's really kind of interesting to see what it is that they're going for. You know, the other day I talked, yesterday I talked about the food, but today I'm talking more about the whole vibe of the place. And I find it like when I talked to Vic, who's the chef there, um, he told me that they were looking to um, make it kind of like the old Lino's that used to be there a long, long time ago. Lino's would be the place that I think was right after the steak knife or right before the steak knife when it was Mm. there. But it was an Italian restaurant. And it was like old school Italian. Boy, I don't remember any restaurant it's like that. It's not spelled L E N O. It's spelled L E A N O. And they know it mm. well because they both grew up in Lakeview, and it was there then. So maybe it predates the steak knife, but um, they're going for that kind of family style restaurant, and. And it's kind of like good, good with kids. No, it, it no? is. It is. Okay. No, it's definitely. It, it's kind of. It's. This is not a negative. This is kind of a curiosity only. It's like, it's like every restaurant that starts today um, is looking to be hip, and this has nothing hip about it. It's like 
a restaurant from that time where we grew up, mm-hmm. but started four days ago. It's 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 curious. You know, it's, I I think curious. I I think I know what about this restaurant. I you, you it's close to City Park, right before you it's go. It's Mondo. In, it's the old Mondo. The old Mondo. I know yeah. that, but the, the, you had something called oh, Lino's. Oh, Lino's. Oh, I and, see. And and that rings a bell too. Well, I think they said it was in that space, so mm-hmm. it was one of the previous restaurants. Ah. In that exact space. So interesting, and and they and they were so enamored of this place and had such good memories of it that they just sort of modeled this new 2019 place off of that one, in look and vibe and everything. And so it's kind of interesting. I'm I'm really curious to see how that how that works. Hmm. You know. So yeah. anyway, I'm gonna check my notes on that. That's in that's yes, r- it's rings called LJ's. Yeah. And it is a partnership between two guys who worked for a long, long time at the Chimes. Hmm. Oh, the Chimes haven't been around very long, so that's well. It's been, they've been around long enough. I mean, yeah. in Baton Rouge, they've been around for a much well, longer time than here. But anyway, yeah. this so is the food show. Yeah. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Yeah, I just thought I'd better throw that in there, just in case we yeah. have a commercial. No, we don't. We don't have a commercial. We did it already. No, in a couple of minutes. Oh, we should talk about New Orleans hamburger and seafood, though. That's what I mean. While we gear up for the exactly what I had in mind. You want to do it? Sure. Shall we start with the French fries, which are really unusual? Please don't start with the oil. (laughs) Okay, I won't say a word about the oil, (laughs) but I will say a few words about the uh, about the fries, because they are. Completely different from any others that you can find anywhere else. They're sort of shaped like a crescent. As a matter of fact, it is exactly what they look like as crescents. They fry them in uh, in melted butter and garlic. And no, they when don't. It, the, they yes, they do. melted butter they, and garlic on well, after they're close fried. enough. All right. So, <laughs> all right. More of them, like she says. Okay. So, all right. Anyway, it. Uh, all of this does something to make a better hamburger. There's no question about it. And it winds up with a little crusty quality on the outside and a juiciness on the center. And uh, I'm no maniac about hamburgers, but I like, you know, my, my quota. And uh, that one is a, a place to find it all the time. It's New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, 10 locations around town. They now are doing oysters, grilled oysters. It's about time, and that's good to see. Char-grilled oysters. Char-grilled oysters, all right. Salads. And uh, salads and everything else. All the all the elements you are there, you will find them there, ready to go, and uh, better than your typical hamburger joint. Yes. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Do 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 do. Oh, hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. With me is her own self. Marianne. I'm trying to remember my name. <laughs> no, I. Your name is one thing that I do remember pretty regularly. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, but what an achievement, huh? Yeah, he knows yeah. his girlfriend's front name. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know more than your girlfriend, but anyway. But you're not my girlfriend. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm trying to say two six zero six three six eight is the number. Two six zero menu. Uh-huh. Anybody been to Oktoberfest? There are people, You know, we were, we were talking about yeah, that earlier we were, this week. but We were talking about going to Oktoberfest last night if the party that we went to was just a couple of appetizers. 
but it was a massive feast. So we didn't have any interest in going to Oktoberfest after that. But if you've actually been to the Oktoberfest at the Deutsches House, uh, I'd love to hear about it. It's I good. Go. I've, I've been to it go. in in numerous uh, kind of ways because uh, we've done the show there. Yeah. And we've uh, we've done cooking demos there, believe it or not. And uh, it's uh, over the years, it's moved from one place to another. And it's always been good. Always lots of fun. Do you actually like German food? Uh, it's not my favorite cuisine on earth, but it's uh, it, it there's no sense in just ignoring it. You know, when we were in Munich, Mary Lee and I, um, we stayed very close to this, um, the big department store in Germany. Actually, it's not the biggest. That's in Berlin, but this one was pretty big. It begins with an O. Anyway. Oscar's place. One of the things that is um, very common to see over there is in all of these big department stores, there's a huge food situation, mm -hmm. like oh, carrots. All across hall. Europe, yeah. that's true. So the food hall was upstairs, and it was this gigantic buffet. And just about every dish on the buffet was actually looked really good, but it was pork of some kind. They are really, really into pork. And um, we didn't get any German food like sauerbraten or anything like that, but we did eat a lot of just big wonks of pork, and it was really good. Mm. So I wonder if they have that sort of thing at uh, at Oktoberfest. I hope they do because I would be. like to. Yeah. I would like to try it. Two six zero. And if you don't, uh, oh, um, end pass, which is the chorus that I sing with. Yeah, uh, although I'm 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 not thing. one of my one of their lead characters. I'm I am not that. Uh -huh. uh, we're working up a Christmas program, a holiday program, however you want to say it. And uh, a large part of it is going to be in German, which I really love what? to do. Yes. What? It's really going to be in German, and it's not okay, the first time the they've done it. it. It's called Ober, Oberpolik. Somewhere Oberpolik. No, that ain't. No, it's called Oberpolinger. Oberpolinger. Mm-hmm. Big, gigantic department store. Ah, Anyway, and you went in, bought anything? Well, no, we but we were staying very close to there, and um, oh. we went upstairs and discovered that they had this big food, not hall, not like Harrods or anything. It was like this big mm -hmm. giant buffet, and apparently, that's a big way that people eat there, and so they're always busy with mm -hmm. people going through the buffet. I've it always was all heard pork. that. I yeah. was just like, yeah. you know, every dish was some sort of iteration of pork. Anyway, yep. Mm -hmm. yep. 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 Gosh, what? Uh, I don't show. have any. I don't have any Tom more reports. Well, you have lots kind. of reports. No, no, we've we've already have done the we almanac. Them. We need some calls. Oh, let's see. Here's one for you. In that, a minute, Doug's I, gonna, I you know what I'm going to do, Doug? I'm going to go to. I, this was in your. I said that I was keeping your um, things that you were sending me for a time when I needed them because we usually don't need them. But you know what? I think maybe today would be a good day for that. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. All right. Two six zero six three six eight. If you would like to um, help us out here, we appear to have hit just a wall. That oh, no, we almost, that almost no. never happens. No, it never Doug happens. sent me something called the best pizzas in the United States. 
the Let's best see, pizza let's see in if the any of our pizzas are on it. Yeah, I'll wait oh, for we you. Oh, we went there. We went huh? to, no, wait, no, we didn't go to Regina Pizza in Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> you know, we went to that, I, I forget the name of it. I want to say Antico Forno, maybe, um, in, the, in the north end of Boston, in that Italian section. We didn't go to Regina, mm. though. Oh, gosh, just like a mm. hundred pizzas. Oh, there's there's a lot of pizza out there, and yeah. boy, I, 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 ninety-eight. Were were any of ours on there, Doug? Oh, we're number ninety-eight. Okay. Yeah. And is it Domenica? Was it Domenica? Because I'm only on fifty-three. You're not gonna say? Mm-hmm. Did he say? Oh, it was Domenica. Okay. All right. <laughs> Domenica was one of the best pizza places in America. Is yeah, that what it was? that's what it said. Oh, his, well, good for them. his list of pizzas. Uh, has anybody been to Dab's, Chef uh, Duke's place? I mean, other than Stephen. Yeah. I would like to know if anyone has been to Dab's or any other new restaurant mm-hmm. that's out there. Well, you know, my, my personal rule on these things is don't yes, go to brand new restaurants. I know. And uh, Chef um, Duke. Chef Duke. He feels the same way. He's told me many times that he doesn't think it's a good idea for uh, somebody to go to a brand new, just opened restaurant. Okay. Well. Well, they're they're open. I can tell you that. Well, I, they've been open four days, just like yeah. the other one that I was. Talking oh, God, about. I missed the detail on that. Yeah, Pizza Dominica is number ninety-eight, and mm-hmm. it says the slightly imperfect circles served at New Orleans, Louisiana classic Pizza Dominica are ringed with light, puffy, and black-blistered crust. The centers of the pies are soft-speckled and beautifully topped with both classic and fun ingredients like salami, mortadella, eggs, mascarpone, mascarpone, Brussels sprouts, and even traditional muffalata components. You'll have a hard time choosing between the offerings all made in Pavisi pecan wood fired oven. I wonder if Bottega Louie was on there. Hey, Doug, was Bottega Louie on there? That's my favorite. I don't know. I'll have to look through the list. I don't have time to look through it now. Hmm. <gasps> they left off Bottega Louie. That's my favorite favorite. Maybe they. It was thought that they're too successful. I don't. I don't too think perfect. so. But I am a little surprised by that because it's a very. It was one of the um, one of the busiest restaurants in the United States, or one of the high, maybe the highest grossing restaurant. What? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> It's the best, Doug. It's absolutely the best. But they were the uh, the top highest grossing restaurant in America for a number of years in a row. So they got to be doing something. Well, like other that. other people have had that that uh, that dis- distinction. And uh, re- you remember the uh, Smith and Walensky Steakhouse yeah. that was here for yeah. a while. Uh, their location in New York City was for years the biggest grossing restaurant yeah. of any kind in uh, the well, world. Well, good. I love Smith & Malensky. Let's go yeah. to Mike. 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 Mike, welcome to the food show. Hello. Hello uh, there. Welcome uh, and have a seat. Heard you or all whatever else you about, might want. Huh? About the legs on a glass of wine. Yeah. Legs, legs are only an indication of one thing, and that's the viscosity Alcohol. of the wine. Yeah. Viscosity. Oh, the viscosity, so if you, you like, say. If, if you like thick wine, then mm-hmm. large legs are a good thing. If you don't like thick wine, then it's really kind of meaningless. You know? mm-hmm. uh, moving on, I'm going to New York New York soon. Oh. And I'm going to, pa- going to Patsy's for the first time. Oh, 
Oh, uh, have you uh, he said checked? Yeah, for the first time. No, that wasn't what I was going to ask. Have you heard that they are for sure still in business? They said they were celebrating their 75th anniversary the other day. Okay, I'm glad to hear yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and I have a reservation, so they definitely are. Okay. Uh-huh. We did. But uh, I was just wondering what to expect because I know you've been there a few times. Yeah, it's it's your classic uh, uh, New York City Italian restaurant. Uh, you'll, you'll like it, and uh, it's kicks. They the, all the employees tell jokes and stuff, and and it's, a, it's certainly in a very very. It's uh, a very New York kind. Very of place. New Yorker kind of. It's place. a very New York kind of place. You walk in, it's a it's a small little. You know how they they have the little room to keep you out of the cold before you actually go into the restaurant. It's kind of like a little small place mm-hmm. there. And you walk I in, and there's the cases of all of the antipasties and things like that. No, they have one distinction that is very much What's worth that? saying. They were distinguished enough to have hosted two, on two different occasions, the Eat Club. Oh, I thought you were going to I thought you were gonna say Frank Sinatra the New Orleans was a favorite. But I'm sure that they'll mention that before the fact that Frank Sinatra was uh, was a favorite place of his. Oh yeah, it was Frank Sinatra's absolute favorite. The food is very good. It's good choice. Good choice. Mm Mhm. Yeah, great place. It's. If you're going to ask about specific dishes, I can't help you. Can you, Tom? Uh, there was nothing I saw there that I haven't seen in every other New York uh, steakhouse. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably just. Get veal piccata, something like that. But yeah. I'm going more for the ambiance of the place than anything else. You're, well, then you you did well. It's a good. It's yeah. Definitely yeah. gonna please you. Yeah. Tell them. Uh, tell them. Tell them that you uh, you he has heard a about it. For you. I, I know, but I want to finish my question I'll, first. I'll, I'll mention the I'll mention the E Club, okay? <laughs> mention the E Club and see how they reject. He's not going to leave you. Hey, we know where from the New connection with the Patsy's people. That the New Orleans E Club. Tell them that and right. and see what happens. Okay. Right, I got a question. Back in the Ask. days when I was a youth, back in the early seventies, I used to work on a corner of Porges and Barone. Mm-hmm. And I used to take the canal bus and get off at the corner of Barone and walk down Barone to Partigris. Mm-hmm. And I seem to remember a restaurant that used to have trays and trays of cold cuts in the window. Now, I know that sounds crazy. How could you have cold cuts in the window? I don't know if it was a refrigerated case, whatever. But does that ring a bell with you at all? The one that I remember is the place that used to be next door to Cobb's. And it was called the the star Sorry, or something. What? The pearl. The pearl. The pearl was loaded with uh, all those deli meats and everything else along I those lines. Turkeys in the in the window, yeah. Yeah, and they were that you would go in there and they was would slice good? everything. Was it good? Did you go? Tom, was it I good? I don't think I don't think I ever ate there to be perfectly honest no? with you because you okay. know we, we 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 had a cafeteria in the building and I always ate in the building. Hmm. So I don't ever remember, but I just remember thinking to myself, "Boy, this really looks fantastic in this window." You know, and I mean, that was forty years ago, so I don't even yeah. know if I remember it accurately. To be honest with you, hmm. but uh, well, I was just wondering if you if it rang a bell with you. Yeah, I it, it, that might be it, but uh, you, it's about a block off of what I'm thinking. I used to have so. the same reaction whenever I saw that place, but I didn't go in it either. So they would they would slice up whole whole turkeys. <laughs> they would roast turkeys. And yeah, did you like it, Tom? Did you ever go uh, there? Yeah, it it have. wasn't bad, but it it seemed to me to be like ridiculous kind of uh, restaurant. 
you know, back, uh, it, it was as trendless as it could possibly be. Well, it's just like a basic deli. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. that's that's exactly what it was. But you, in that area, it's been it gone felt a like, while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, great Col- sign Col- out Col- front. Colts was on St. Charles, correct? Yeah, it was. And so this place was next door? the same place. This was next door, right, exactly next door. Yeah, well, you know, it could have been St. Charles I was walking down instead of Barone. You know, I just, again, well, this was a long, long, long time block. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was exactly. 40 years ago, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, good, Lake. Tell us if you find it. I think it's long gone. All right. Oh, well. Have a good evening. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, it's bye. the food show. That's a question that hasn't been answered Lord, in a while. Lord, we're dull today. Who? We're dull today. I don't think so at all. Why do you keep saying things like that? It's negative. <laughs> it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We love talking about food because we have nothing else to talk about. Food is ideal. You know, we just don't get into anything else too much. 260-6368. And we will resume with more of the Food Show in a moment after first if you will this oh it's the food show i'm tom fitzmorris whistling my life away there it goes there goes another another unit you know what mike Uh, mike uh, calling about uh that place the pearl i think is mm -hmm. what it was yeah reminds me of another place that i used to find intriguing buried deep in the cbd um the caboose does anyone remember the caboose yeah a couple of locations yeah it it was mainly soup and salad it was between Carrollton, I'm um, not Carrollton, uh, between St. Charles Avenue and Carondelet. I think there were a couple of locations. It could be. I think they spread out to a couple of locations. But it was uh, where the uh, Intercontinental is now, or, oh, or really? very close to that. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Okay, I didn't realize. No, I don't think so, Tom. I think it was on the other side. It could be on both. I because mean, it, was, it, it, it was closer to Canal than well, it was then, to Poydras. Yeah. Well, yeah. then it, that wasn't it then. Yeah. Gosh, the Intercontinental took down a bunch of interesting things. A lot of things. Like. <laughs> uh, included among them were uh, a place where churches could go and get their... Uh, vestments. Vestments. Thank you uh-huh. for coming up with that. Yeah. And uh, I'm good, huh? Yeah. And then there were the uh, <laughs> other... Um, they had other things on the other side of the same block. Uh, yeah. And it te- they tended to be Italian. Why did you though. know about this, Tom? Because I worked in the it? neighborhood. Oh, I see. Yeah, I had had this okay. little little publication called Figaro. Fi- no, it was uh, New Orleans Magazine. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, we were talking off the air about the beautiful weather outside, and yeah. you were suggesting to me that I talk a little bit about. Is it soon enough? Outdoor dining. Hmm. Is it? There is not a better person to talk about that than me. Yes, of course it's soon enough. We're into our four days in October. We get four days in April and four days in October, and we're into our four days in October now for outdoor dining. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to think of a few places that I like outdoor dining. Blue what do, What do you like about outdoor? Outdoor. I'll get this right yet. Outdoor dining. What What is it about that appeals to you? First thing, mm-hmm. outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> That's rich. <laughs> um, it's it's nice outside. I like outside. This is why I have my California fixation because you can do everything outside there. Mm. So I I like that, and um, I like the blue crab. 
Uh, I like the little tables outside of Oxlot 9 in Covington. I like the other tables outside of Del Porto in Covington. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not a sidewalk outside person. Like, I don't, I wouldn't patronize the tables outside of, say, Palace Cafe on Canal Street. Yeah, me neither. If Every time I sit means there. gross, forget it. If, if I, I feel like if I'm sitting there right on the sidewalk, it's a little too easy for cars to go jump the uh, su- well, sewer in. I'm, just... I'm thinking that it's just gross. Now, if Irene's. <clears throat> has their patio up and running. That would Irene's? be a lovely place. That's a gorgeous patio. Oh, Irene's. In Irene's. Oh, yeah. that, that whole place that is beautiful. Yeah. That, that, Sylvain I... has a nice courtyard. If you're looking for outside. Who? Outside Sylvain. Sylvain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, a pretty interesting restaurant. It's a little too... Uh, Hip for you. Hip for me, yeah. Dory's Metropolitan, which we learned last night, has a new location in Dallas. We have to mm-hmm. look into that. Yeah. Uh, but they have a cute little, like, European cove kind of outdoor space. Also, upstairs at Tableau, where you can overlook the French Quarter but not be on the ground, uh, has nice outdoor. The downside of that mm-hmm. is that it's Tableau. But anyway... Um, upstairs, the dining there is, you know, the, the space is nice. Brennan's courtyard, beautiful, don't you? Broussard's think? courtyard, and and you know, uh, I, I like what's something I like about both of those is that they're both old grand dames. Well, they they are that, but they they don't have the glaring uh, burns your eyes out. Uh, Brightness of sunshine the sun. that you get if you sit in the main dining room or outside. Well, I don't even know what no. I mean by that. But uh, <clears throat> those are two very nice courtyards. Um, if I'm going to do a courtyard, I like intimate courtyard. The space behind um, in the Eliza Jane Hotel has a little space back there. I think it's it's got its own name. I want to say Bisous. It's a little bar. That's a great place mm-hmm. to go sit outside. Um, I'll have to think some more. But it's a great time for outdoor dining, I think. We're getting into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, become tolerable. Well, you know what's interesting is that I am obsessed with outdoor dining. I have demanded, not demanded, but I have expected some poor server to serve us sometimes in the cold or the rain, which they do because they, they're usually places we frequent and they know us to be crazy. But um, I didn't eat out at all outside this whole summer. Really? Yes. Maybe I wonder it's why. Because, it was well, very maybe hot. it's because my air conditioner was broken oh. in my car uh. and I'd already spent enough time outside. So that could have something to do with it. But normally, I would still be eating outside, except it's been so unbearably hot, and I've been exposed to the outside enough with the windows open in the car that I just, it was too much. It was over the top. Hmm. So I, I ate inside pretty much the whole summer. In fact, I've been doing that since May, I think, which is very odd. So I am very much looking forward to getting back outside again hmm. and dining. Well, out. it won't last forever. I mean... 
the not having. Well, the four uh, days cetera, will certainly not last forever, and then no. we'll be back into a rainy season or something like that. This is not exactly a place where you would think of outdoor dining. No. But but enough people are thinking of outdoor dining that more people are actually getting into the act. So I'm glad to see that because why not? You know. Why not? Exactly. And actually, spaces inside now restaurants, the air conditioning is really too much. I yeah. find it freezing in most restaurants now. I do too. Just about everywhere you go to, it's yeah. just frigid. And yeah. I, I wonder who that's na- aimed after. It's named at the people who the came waiters. From, well, the waiter- I don't know. It's also aimed at the people who have just come in from outside in a hundred degree temps that, that might feel like one twenty five. So I think, that, but then once you get used to that, you settle in, then you realize, oh wait, you know, it's really kind of cold in here. So mm-hmm. it's only good for the first ten minutes that you're there. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny how uh, far that can get along with, uh, without anybody seeming to notice that there's that it's that cold in there. Like last night, the restaurant we were in last night was really cold beyond. Was it? We, yeah, I thought. Well, it was. you know what? I think that I just enjoyed myself so much last night that my mind was not diverted to things like that. Well, that's one way to make it happen. See, if it's just you and me sitting down, then I pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why then? No, because I was you, you missed the whole the whole joke. The whole shtick. You did. You missed the whole shtick. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We have a lot of eating to do in the next few days. We do. We do. Why is that? Well, besides going to Oktoberfest, mm-hmm. um, the. Uh, the Kenner Wine and Food event. I know about that. Yeah. Which people, mm-hmm. I just want to get, take a chance to mention this again. Tomorrow's your last day to buy tickets ahead of time at the $85 price for the ninth annual Kenner Wine and Food event, which is out at the Chateau Golf and Country Club. Mm-hmm. Around the pool, 30 vendors, about 30 good restaurants, all the wine that you could possibly imagine. Uh, it's going to be a nice evening. It will be perfect weather. For sure. Looks like it, yeah. So um, do you, it's, it's, it benefits the Four Kids Foundation. It's a good cause. You should go check it out. It's they they have been uh, doing that for years and years now, Nine. and they've, they've raised a lot of money for a lot of uh, uh, kids. For the and Four other, Kids Foundation. And, uh, and yes. the people who get involved, the chef, uh, the guy who uh, runs things over there, they're um, – Nice folks. I, I, I've gotten to know them very well over the years. And so uh, go to Chateau mm-hmm. GCC for tickets. And indeed, my uh, the guy who was my best man at my wedding, mm-hmm. he is he is in that. A, a yeah, we lot. should call them and see yeah. if they're if they're going to be going to that. Anyway, uh, we are talking about absolutely nothing at all. If you would no, like to right join now. us in that pursuit. OK, here's one. Um, uh, there is an entry in in this book, uh, the New Orleans Underground oh, Gourmet, yeah. uh-huh. uh, that tells of a pizza pl- uh, pl- uh, a pizza spot uh, that is called. I had it here a second ago. <laughs> I a love second. when you I love when you get us all excited. It, and then here it, it comes. It really, I'm about to say Speaking it. Of pizza, any second. You know, a place that I've been pizza, thinking about lately. What? Mark Twain Pizza. Uh huh. You're close. That's uh, the one we're we're looking at. Uh, anyway, the name of the of the restaurant is 
Uh, oh, please write it down when you do that yeah, because you get us all worked mm. up. We think we're going to hear something interesting, and then it goes away, and then mm. and then I can't help you. I know, don't even know where you're going. Yeah, that's that's terrible. But anyway, Mark Twain pizza. I was thinking about the other day, and I don't even know why I was thinking about it. Probably because I had started thinking about Fat Boy pizza. Yeah, and I really we were talking about it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, but the reason we were talking about it yesterday is because I'd been thinking about it a couple of days before that. But um, Mark Twain pizza was kind of like the hangout for the Metairie Road families, and now it looks like people have moved down to Fat Boy. But do people still go to Mark Twain Pizza? Oh, yeah. It's a really cute you know place. That, that, it's a really, that's a, like an old-fashioned kind of pizza if, place. If you want to get a good story, uh, go over and talk to, to the guy who runs Mark, it. Who uh-huh. is? There have been several owners over the years. Uh, it's who, Broussard been now. A, I'm not, not a, Mark, Jacques Broussard. Well, the guy who originally started it uh, was uh, he got he learned his his pizza techniques. Pizza, no, uh, just general cooking techniques. Uh-huh. Uh be, From having worked for quite a while at Commander's Palace, no less. You're kidding? No, I'm not. The, the kidding. original owner of Mark Twain Pizza was uh, a, a Commander's. It's kind of a lot when people. Um, have worked in the white tablecloths for a long, long time, and then they say, oh, enough of this. Like the guy who owns Torchy's Tacos. Uh, who? It's a chain in um, Texas. Torchy's? Yeah, it started in Austin, Texas. Torchy's yeah. Tacos, they're mm. delicious. Anyway, what, what do they he taste was a like? white tablecloth kind of guy. Yeah. There's somebody else that's that was a white tablecloth guy locally that's just opened a, a place. I'm trying to think. I just did a piece on nomenu.com, but it was, uh, oh, oh, um, I think it's the guy from Barracuda. Yeah, I think he was a white tablecloth guy. Hmm. And then they just move into this totally casual, cheaper food. It, you know, being in the restaurant business is, is very difficult. And well, I'm sure that's how they make a lot more money in a place like uh, that than sure you do you in do. the white tablecloths. It could be. You know? So, anyway, but Mark Twain Pizza. I remember liking it. It's been a long time since I've been there, but it's a very cute place. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was thinking about it in relation to the arrival of Fat Boy on the scene and wondering how that's affected them. Anybody still going to Mark Twain Pizza? Give us a call. Give us a report on Mark Twain, 260-6368. He sent me something not long ago, and yeah. I, I meant to do something with it, and then I forgot. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to have to go and look it up again. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Yes, it it certainly is. It absolutely. You, is. you know, there <clears throat> there is a national uh, outfit uh, selling pizza uh, under a very famous name, and they deliver at houses and you know all of that stuff. Okay. Uh, tell me the name. Pizza Hut. Pizza, no. Uh, Papa John. Super super famous. Domino's. Domino's. Okay. Yeah. Do you know there's it? a there's a restaurant in New Orleans called Domino's, or it used to be. Where? Long years and years before that Domino's came along, it was uh, where it Herb Saint was it is pizza? now. Was it pizza? It was. Uh, it was a pizza back then, and it, they made everything from scratch right there. They had all these old, uh, uh, these. Uh, Domino's was do- a pizza place. It was a pizza place, huh. and they had those old uh, uh, things that play music. Oh, jukebox. Jukeboxes, and they had uh, things like Frankie Lane playing in there. It was. It was Really wild, but their their pizzas were great. And my favorite one, which I have only rarely seen since then, was a garlic pizza. Did it have sardines on it too? Yes, it did. <gasps> you know what time I 
should actually make a garlic sardine I, pizza. You know, you've got something there. I mean, we're, I want to start cooking at the house more. Uh-huh. And, and I think that you should take your little... Um, Stick. No, KitchenAid, <laughs> that, that big gigantic mixer that mm. they call the concrete mixer because it's so heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that Mary Lee uses all the time for cakes, which when she leaves, she's going to have to take with her because she's the one who uses it most. But you used to make a lot of pizza dough in it. Yeah. And what you should do, baby, is get some pizza dough and finally, finally make garlic pizza. Garlic sardine pizza. Yeah, there we go. And you could have it be. It could be. I could be great. It could be a white pizza with just olive oil on it and some garlic and parsley and sardines and some cheese. And you could put, just like we do with pepperoni, we could put all the mm-hmm. sardines on your side. And well, I like sardines. And now, are you talking about sardines in the can like we know them or real sardines? Real, real sardines are real live. Uh, uh, they're fish. They're fish. They're fish. They're fresh fish. And they're, and they're no, about I'm not six talking inches about them. long and about two inches wide. Yeah, and you can eat them head and all. Uh-huh. And I have in Italy, I'm sure. No, I've done it here. You know, Chef Andrea, tell him I want some uh, some real sardines. Some real sardines, and he'll if he has them, he doesn't always have it. But, I would imagine uh, it'd be kind of hard to get them because they're European fish, aren't they? Yeah, but they you can get them sent over here. There are a lot of Italians that love them. I I uh-huh. love them, and what, I'm not even them? Italian. Uh, no, usually in a pan with a little olive oil. Psh, psh, uh-huh. psh, flip once. And what do you then, eat the bones and everything? If you want to, you won't have a problem with it. The the bones are so thin. Uh-huh. Now, of course, any decision you make like that is one that you have to make up your mind about. I've never had a problem with them before. You eat the head and all, the, the eyes thing. and all. Yeah, really? it's nothing to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it winds up tasting better. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, again, I tell you, if you feel uh, funny about it, if you think you're going the wrong way with it, just stop doing it. But you have I, capers on it, too, when you do ca- it? Because it seems like it would need some capers. Capers? Like Probably capers, so. Capers, garlic, Capers come oil. from around that area, so that's... Uh, Wait, do they? They come from yeah. Europe? Yeah. In fact, uh, on one of our Eat Club dinners uh, in Capri, in fact, we were walking around, and I saw a bush... And I looked at it and I said, this might be cape, a caper bush. So I asked the, the driver to stop and pull over, and, and I picked a few of them, chomped them up, tasted like didn't nothing. You, didn't you say that was the stupidest idea ever with mushrooms, that you should never, ever just pick up a mushroom and eat Oh, it? no, that you well, can why die. with capers? Capers grow on these bushes. Well, they all look the same. What if a poisonous bush that looked like a caper? But it's not, it's not poisonous and it's not a problem. Uh, you do, however, have to put it into uh, it's gotta a... Be in, in, it's got to be marinated. It's got to be marinated or else vinegar you'll, and, you'll have nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's. I've had wild fennel that I've gotten from the roadside in Italy. Do you I have that? too, yeah. Do you remember uh, when and, we picked the wild fennel? And it, yeah, and it came coated with uh, those... Huh? Worse than bugs. What's the worst kind of bug you can imagine? Strolling. Uh, it's in the spider family. I don't know. And they were crawling all over. <laughs> it was just really awful. <laughs> well, I, must have, I must have been with you, but I don't remember that. It but was in you Napa. Just, you kind of, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I was. I'll never you. forget that. Yeah, I think I was with yeah. you then. But, you know, you whine so much that I don't really pay a whole lot of attention. I whine so much. Yeah, you whine so much that I don't. You mean like that? I don't whine. Pay a lot of attention. But back to sardines, Tom. So, yeah. um, 
if I if I wanted to try a real sardine, mm-hmm. would you be able to get that yeah. at like a regular, not a regular fish market? You'd have to special order it, wouldn't you? Uh, you know that place on uh, huh? Sardinia. Yeah, that's the, well, that's why they call <laughs> well, it that. I do by the go way, to Sardinia. That is why they call it that, okay. Sardinia. Is that right? Yeah. Anyway, um, there was one other addition. I'm, well, I definitely, um, uh, you know, it's on my list to go to Sardinia. Yeah. Well, the, the, just so you know that. The, uh, the way to put this together is call Chef Andrea okay. and say, a fresh Andrea. <laughs> Andrea, <laughs> Tom told me that I could call you and you would get me some fresh. Fresh Andrea, can you get me some Chef Sardines? Sardines. And uh, he will say either, oh, sure, I've got it, Mamma Mia. And and then uh, he'll sell it to you, or he might not have anything at all because you can't get it all the time. But you can get it most of the time, especially around Lenten season. Ah. And then just ask him for it, and he'll have it for you. Also, you know that that uh, place over on Metairie Road, right by the railroad tracks. Yeah. Uh, Del, wait, what's it? No, it's what was uh, the name? yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's Norjo's. 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 He, if anybody will have it, he will have it. Well, you know, they used to carry their... Or she, actually, it's a she now. She's gone now. She's gone, It's a new owner. But you know that... um, That's right. You know that they have this, um, these whole cases full of your favorite food item, Tom. Yeah. Bacala. Bacala. Oh. Now, that's something truly vile. Cases of it. Woof, you can have all of mine. Okay, see, one of these days I'm going to try that because it sounds to me, after it's been described by someone else, that it's really kind of like fish and chips. Okay, we'll accept so that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that somewhere, probably in Italy, and, and have it. It's called filetti di bacala. Uh-huh, and yeah. They're, there's they're... even a place, like a, like a walk-up, where you can get it. And one of these days I'm going to try it. I've tried to go several times to that particular place. Right off the Campo di Fiore, but it's closed every time I go. Oh my goodness! Well, we've what a come to the end of, of our show. program. Thanks for listening. I don't think so. That wasn't time. bad. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.